Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. You know, it's me, your girl. And today in the hot seat, I have Miss Jeanette Whitfield. She is a phenomenal woman. Some of her hobbies include outdoor activities, baking, arts and crafts. But let's not forget, she is a 60-year-old African-American woman, chocolate drop, but none other than a firecracker. But I'm going to let Miss Jeanette introduce herself to you because who better can introduce her than you than herself so welcome Miss Jeanette well thank you and thank you for having me Miss Amaris Kemp I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you and as you said I am 60 years old and I enjoy outdoor activities and arts and crafts and baking of course and that's pretty much it. I live a simple life, so I'm pretty simple. She's, yes, she's simple, but she is a wealth of knowledge. And today, her and I are going to be chatting about ageism because she has spent some time working in corporate America where she has seen this firsthand. So, Jeanette, whenever we talk about ageism, what comes to your mind and how has it personally affected you? Ageism, what comes to mind is, especially in the corporate world, um, the word age discrimination is mentioned as not being discriminated. But as we know, when you get to be, uh, over, when you start aging over 50, then it's something to really think about. Uh, you have to think about retirement and uh, other job opportunities or even uh, going into different, um, what is it I'm trying to say, um, when you're thinking of other opportunities that are available out there, that is something that you should also consider because you may not be able to stay in the corporate world after the age 60 because they're looking for the younger generation to come through and take those positions that we have worked so hard for. And of course, uh, it also, uh, they also think about the, uh, uh, oh my God, uh, what is it? Now? They're also thinking of uh, your uh, health that becomes a risk, and then also your salary. Uh, there's a salary cap, believe it or not. And after you make so much, then they're starting to reduce those that are uh, in that higher salary cap. Salary cap. And so with you coming from a corporate background, can you talk about some of the roles that you have had in corporate and how has your career been? then and where it is now because it's unfortunate that they say that oh we're diverse we're equitable we're inclusive but then you talk about the age discrimination so that's counteracting the whole DE&I if they're discriminating someone based on their age well basically um what I've done in my past I have I was a computer-aided drafting and design designer uh, dealing with all types of 
uh, let's see, engineering, as a, as a matter of fact, in the engineering industry, uh, computer-aided drafting and design is basically male-dominated. There are a few ladies or women uh, that are in, the in, in that industry, most of them being engineers. And so with that saying, uh, there are not very many of color uh, that are in that role. And it's, it's, it's pretty interesting, but it can also be, uh, it could also be, uh, uh, I don't have a word for it, <laughs> but it, it, it can be very stressful at times. So that's something that when you start getting a little older, you may want to start looking for something different uh, because there there may not be a place for you uh, as you as you become uh, of age. And do you feel like having that niche experience with computer um, auto designing and et cetera, which is also known as CAD, right? Yes, that's correct. So CAD and you being an African-American woman, your age, and then just being in an industry which is predominantly ran by males, and I'm sure they're probably Caucasian males or white white guys, for lack of better terms. Do you feel like they're looking at not only just your age, but your color and then giving you those two strikes versus just really looking at the skill set that you bring to the table? I think it, there's a combination of, of many, uh, maybe not just two, but there's a combination, definitely a combination of two, looking at uh, my skin color and also my age, uh, not allowing me to advance, even if there was a chance or possibility to move up, uh, it's very slim to none. How did that make you make you feel whenever you know you're doing the job, you're meeting your metrics, you're, you're having those on-time deliveries, you're knocking everything out of the park, but then there's that salary cap, there's the lack of advancement, there's you being a woman, and then your skin color. How did that make you feel as an individual in that environment? Well, it, it, you want to keep pressing and not give up because there is, it's definitely a challenge and you challenge yourself to do better and ho- with hopes of them accepting you uh, for the role that you were hired to do. Uh, but in some cases, uh, that's not... Uh, that's not what uh, that, that their expectation of, of you uh, if, if you are given a chance. It's already kind of sort of, they, make, they already make up their mind about where they want to place you, what all they want you to work on, and just basically just give you the bare minimum uh, just to make it through the day. Mm, and that's just, to me, just straight up baloney because you wouldn't do that for somebody else, but you're doing it to me or somebody else that falls within my category. And it's like a slap in the face, to be honest. And it just feels like, okay, I'm here. 
like I'm you see me but I'm not being heard or you hear me but you're not seeing me so it's not like they're doing both so I think to me that also goes back to age too like ageism racism and sexism and I would combine all three of those to be to be honest but whenever I think and hear ageism it kind of makes me upset because sometimes people who are being discriminated for their age do not have enough oomph to pack the punch and stand up and fight for themselves because you don't see a lot of advocates or sometimes they just don't want to rock the boat. So what would you say to somebody who is going through that and they're just tired. They're tired of the nonsense. They're tired of the rhetoric. And they just feel like if somebody were to just give them a chance, they could prove that person wrong. Well, I would say to that person to not to give up regardless of what is being said or what is being done, because each of us are responsible for our own actions. And to pursue uh, that individual is something that I would say continue to do, continue to raise your voice so that you can be heard and um, hopefully be given a chance to move up or, you know, to, or once you reach that level and you are on the other side, then you will uh, help someone else that are struggling or dealing with the same things that you have gone through, you can, uh, by you being on both sides of the fence, you can say, okay, you know, this needs to stop. The, the, the problem needs to stop and it starts with me being more aggressive or more um, responsible for that individual, even if, it, if it's offering them um, more training or even helping going helping them with going back to school uh, there is an incentive that should be uh, implemented with helping someone get to that next level and as far as you and this is personal to you Jeanette what is your strategic approach on ageism what would you like to see happen what paths are you taking to combat ageism and how are you just going to knock it out the park and be Jeanette Whitfield well I am just I'm still continuing to look for work Uh, at the present moment I am unemployed Um, I was recently offered a job but I have not started yet so I'm still unemployed (laughs) but what I would say is to Never give up. If it's your desire to continue to work past the age of 60, then I would say go for it. Uh, Have your mindset already set up and ready for once you reach 60, the next 10 years or the next 20 years or however many more years you're planning to work, uh, make sure you have uh, something in place so that when this... uh, if you are ever laid off, you have something in place or side hobby or uh, something that can help you uh, with your financial needs so that you won't have to worry about 
uh, well, when is when am I gonna have the next paycheck? Or you know, you won't be able to. I mean, you will be able to meet your your monthly mortgage and whatever uh, financial responsibilities that you also have. Mm, that's that's really great advice and congratulations on your job that you Thank got you. but you haven't you haven't started yet so i guess this is your breathing room so you could just get the rest of the stuff out that you want to do maybe around the house or travel or whatnot before you have to hunker That's down it. again so it is a blessing in the waiting period and i could resonate with not being um employed because i'm um you know unemployed but unemployed in corporate but employed for my own stuff my own side hustles <laughs> okay <laughs> so you will do great <laughs> thank you so if you could give some wisdom to the younger generation maybe three top tips that has sustained you in your life what would they be What was that? Now, wait. Now, run that question about me again. <laughs> so if you could give some tips to the younger generation, some wisdom nuggets or gems that has sustained you from, from you, your childhood to where you are right now, what would they be? I would say to, um, first of all, save your money be responsible <laughs> and uh, stay prayed up. <laughs> of course, uh, we all need uh, prayer every single day because it is, it's, it's, it's rough. It's, it's the world is, it's still turning, but it's still rough out there. So I would say just, you know, continue to, to be responsible, like I said, save your money and then save it for a rainy day and um, just take care of what you need to take care of. Those are great tips. So save your money, be responsible and stay prayed up because you know, some people say prayer without works is dead. It's dead. And Absolutely. there's power. Yes. Power in prayer. Yes. Come on with it, Miss Jeanette. And so for a woman that is 60, because to me, you don't even look 60. Oh, what is you? What is the remedy and secret to age gracefully? Well, I get I get plenty of rest, of course. I do exercise. Now, maybe not like some people exercise, but I do a lot of walking. Uh, I'm outside doing yard work. So I'm staying, I'm using my muscles constantly and I'm moving around constantly. So, and I don't eat late at night. Six o'clock is the latest. Uh, and that's pretty much it. So uh, 5.30, 5.45, go ahead and get that meal in. And that way you won't have to worry about the rest of the night. Uh, my, my nieces and nephews always tease me because they say, oh, she's on that one meal a day regimen. So it's, <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's easy. It's just easy. So, I mean, if you could just not eat after six o'clock, like I said, if you can help it or just drink plenty of water after six, if you just feel like you need to eat something 
And I think that that would help a lot. But it's different for a lot of people. Some people like to drink wine. Some people like to just, you know, smoke or whatever have you. But I don't do either. So I'm just, you know, keeping it below six. And that's 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 good enough for me. <laughs> wow. So don't eat past six. Exercise. Keep your muscles moving so you can gain that flexibility flexibility your joints loose and limber also enough sleep is what she said y'all like oh my god do y'all not see miss Jeanette she is glowing <laughs> like she's like glowing over here and I said whoa 60 <laughs> she looked like well, thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> but she also said it's different for everybody. So know your body and listen to your body because that's all about aging. And you wanna age gracefully. You don't wanna have aches and pains when you get older because you know what? If you don't have that money set aside, you're not gonna be able to have that luxurious health care that you need because it takes money to do that and that's all a part of aging and today's topic is ageism which is a form of discrimination based on your age and the reason why Miss Jeanette Whitfield is talking about it is because it happens time and time again and what do they do they sweep it under the rug but yet they want to talk about we're diverse, we're equitable, we're inclusive, but then you don't see them being so inclusive and equitable when it comes to age. And there are people out here who are a specific age, they are well qualified, they have the vast knowledge, but they're not being given a fair shot and chance to secure a position because they are discriminated by based on their age. And then they wanna look at salary cap, as Jeanette mentioned. They also, some people make it discriminated for their skin, then they have the ageism plus the racism there. Or, and, you know, let's go a little deeper, the systemic racism. There are so many components about it, but it's so important that we have these courageous conversations and we address the elephant in the room. So Jeanette, what other elephants in the room stand out when we hear ageism? Um, I'm lost for words right now. I cannot think of anything else that stands out in the room. It probably will come to me after the fact, after this is over with. Uh, so uh, I would just say, you know, just keep your eyes and your ears open uh, because a lot of things that you can really pick up on, uh, sometimes you wish you could be a fly on the wall when they have those closed door meetings. When you see uh, managers moving back and forth too much or coming to you with things that they may have never asked you to do before, uh, those are could possibly be signs that uh, something is about to go down. So I would say just, you know, keep your eyes and your ears open, be aware of your surroundings uh, be aware of anything new that may come across your desk or in passing. You know, there are certain things that, you know, even in passing, 
people may pass by you that used to speak to you may distance themselves for a short period of time or it may be a couple of weeks or whatever have you those are true signs that something is about to happen mm-hmm. so if you could be a fly on the wall you know just listen as well as observe what's going around you so you can see the writing on the wall to know if you are going to be impacted by what is going on inside your workplace or outside your workplace if you're trying to secure a position because we're always going to have gut instincts we're always going to have that discernment and little nudges of wisdom here and there so it's so important that we pick up on those wisdom nuggets the gems and networking too is another thing that could also help combat ageism in my opinion because if you know somebody that's working for a company I've heard recruiters say they rather hire someone that has been referred by someone who's already in the company versus pulling a brand new applicant have you heard that in all your years of experience? I've never heard that, but I do know that networking has always worked for me because I have applied for so many jobs. And when you don't even get a response, uh, most of the time, if you get a response, it's usually a rejection email, a letter, some form of letter that's rejecting you and saying that they have decided to move forward because uh, they're looking for someone that basically fits uh, the description of what they were uh, are asking for. So it's like, hmm, what is really going on here? So you know, and then once someone recommend you, then a lot of times well, let me say this. All the jobs that I've had have all been someone recommended me. That's how I was able to get in most of the companies. Someone recommended me or someone that I may have worked for or someone that I have known for so many years. So, but going on my own, applying for jobs, never helped me, never worked. Mm, I could resonate with that, y'all. And I'm young. I'm a millennial. So you have a millennial and you have a woman who's in her thriving 60s, flirty in 60, fabulous in 60, gifted in 60. She's all that in a bag of chips. And she said (laughs) networking has always worked for her. But when she tried to apply for a job on her own, it did not work. So take these wisdom nuggets and these gems that Jeanette Whitfield has shared here because it is real y'all and it's so important that we listen to what people are saying because everyone's story is different but people who have been through it they're not going to steer you in the wrong direction because they've been there done that they've lived that experienced that so they know what they're talking about and if you're not sure go do your research do your due diligence but when somebody is giving you wisdom heed the wisdom that they're getting listen and actively listen and as we wind down Jeanette I want you to share one gem with the listeners and viewers as well as give them a call to action on what you want them to do after they hear this recording 
Well, basically what I want you all to do is to just take your time, breathe, relax, and enjoy whatever age you are. Uh, you know, do everything that you want to do because when you reach my age, uh, there may be times you're going to want to say, I should have did this. I should have done that. I should have gone here. I should have gone there. I still have a bucket list that I have not done one thing on it yet <laughs> because of the setback, you know, and I don't want that to be the cause of me not being able to fulfill uh, those dreams that I've always aspired to, to do. Um, I still can do them because first of all, I'm strong, I'm healthy, not on any, any medication, thank God. So just, you know, I would say just do those things that you, you always wanted to do, uh, write down your bucket list and, and just make it happen. And once again, listeners, that was Jeanette Whitfield giving you her call to action. She wants you to do the things that you've always wanted to do. Do it now and don't wait for tomorrow because tomorrow may never come. If you have your good health, your strength, your finances, then YOLO, that means you only live once. And some of you out here who are YOLOing, you are the people who do not have FOMO. FOMO is the fear of missing out because you're definitely living your best life now. And it's so important to do that. Miss Jeanette, she has her bucket list and she has not done some of the things on there. Well, I don't think any of the things, but her and I are going to chat behind the scenes because she's going to get on it because she said she has all her strength and she's healthy. So I don't know what's holding her back, (laughs) y'all. Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) So once again, Jeanette, I want to thank you for coming on GEMS with Genesis Amaris Camp and really unpacking the topic of ageism and just really sharing your story and just helping people who are going to watch this as well as listen to this segment of ageism. So let's sign out to the viewers and listeners until we chat next time. Peace, love, and lots of blessings. Signing out, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and... Thank you for having me, Jeanette Whitfield. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye. Have a good one. (laughs)